Well, hello out there, planet Earth, and happy Friday. The weekend's almost here. Unusually warm February Friday, but it's always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. ICYMI, in, ca- in case you missed it, uh, SMB stands for Small and Medium Sized Business. For the last 20 years, I've been a consultant for SMBs, a voice and a sounding board for leaders and their employees, continuously learning and helping out wherever I can. I'm very big on the consultative approach, and thus, I love to share stories, I love to provide perspective, and I also like to create connection. Every single Friday, you can find me right here on talkradio.myc, lending what is left of my mind and my voice to a live radio show where I interview SMB leaders as well as their trusted advisors. In my travels, one thing I've seen consistently out there is some of the best thought leadership for SMBs actually happens on Friday, right about the time we feel the freedom of the weekend coming. However, we're also anxious to start the weekend, myself included, These crucial pearls of wisdom, they're often overlooked, they're eased aside, they're swept under the rug in favor of our fun weekend activities and our freedom from work. Here on Always Friday, we take advantage of that weekend freedom and clarity. We discuss popular topics that are on the minds of SMB leaders as well as their trusted advisors. Quick note, my last name means free in German, so the name of the show is not just a play on words. There is some deeper meaning here. Big weekend. We have the Super Bowl happening this Sunday, the Bengals and the Rams getting ready to face off against each other. As for me, I will likely be eating my face off during the game. Then we have uh, Valentine's Day on Monday. After being married for going on 14 years now, I would love to tell you that there are big plans for Monday. Well, I'm actually scheduled to visit my cardiologist for an echocardiogram, so a heart-centered activity nonetheless, but not all all that glamorous per se, especially after the Super Bowl the night before. Uh, Anyway, the shades are on. We're ready to give everyone some good thoughts and discussion before the Super Bowl. Let's kick this off. Today's show, we're talking ins and outs of insurance. Last week was Groundhog Day. And the movie starring Bill Murray was played multiple times. For those of you who remember the movie Groundhog Day, there's a character named Ned Ryerson who's portrayed as just the stereotypical type of insurance broker. A fast talker with a personal agenda, phony conversation, pushing insurance that might not be necessary. Our special guest is the antithesis of this type of stereotype. His true passion is to solve problems and create opportunities for others within insurance and related fields to business operations through critical thinking and understanding various industries this guest and his team are able to come up with insurance solutions for lots of different businesses this team are advocates for protecting oneself family business and future through the recommendation of insurance and financial products in addition this commercial insurance broker not only works with smbs his family founded a beloved new jersey restaurant that became a franchisor great frame of reference for the conversation talk is cheap we all know that we're on talkradio.myc we don't want this to just be talk the goal here let's use the insight on the smb landscape create some more impact come monday morning it is far too often that businesses out there are focused on the product that's going to solve all of their problems the shiny new mousetrap the magic wand the magic bullet one consistent thing i see out there as well products change every single day in every facet of our lives personal and business no matter no no substitute for surrounding yourself with the right people first, focusing on the tangible process that's really going to help you achieve your goal. You do that, the right products and solutions will be there when you need them. Everything begins and ends with the people. So, in the spirit of surrounding yourself with the right people, very excited for the discussion today. Our special guest is none other than Aaron Levine, founder and CEO at LG Insurance Agency and host of the 
and insurance podcast. So Aaron graduated from Syracuse University in 2002, obtained his MBA from Monmouth University in 2008. His first job out of college was as a glorified soap salesman, as he calls it, working for a company called Ecolab. But if we're being real, Aaron comes from a family of SMBs. And his first real job was working at his father, Steve Levine's gas station for $1 per hour. He also has worked in another family business from a young age, the Windmill Restaurants. If you're remotely familiar with New Jersey, it is likely you've heard of the Windmill, an iconic gourmet fast food experience with killer hot dogs, hamburgers, and more. While Aaron spent some time flipping hot dogs and making French fries, the learning experience of working with other people and serving customers was absolutely priceless for him. These experiences built character. And that, along with an entrepreneurial spirit, lifted Aaron to where he is today. I can relate to this sentiment, not just 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 talking about the windmill. It's so close to home for me, not only because I'm a foodie, but because I actually worked at the windmill, one of the locations when I was in high school. And I'm wearing my actual work shirt right now, which is nearly 27 years old at this point. Still going strong, baby. Anyway, back to Aaron. In 2004, he joined the windmill as the director of operations. He's done some work in the world of real estate as well as a licensed realtor, a director of marketing and leasing for a local commercial real estate company. But in 2007, Aaron found his calling as an insurance professional and founded LG Insurance Agency. Based down the shore in Long Branch, New Jersey, LG stands for Luxury Group. Aaron and his team do have a specialty that caters to insuring some high-end expensive toys as well. We'll definitely get into that today. Aaron became a certified insurance counselor in 2015. He is a board member of Fulfill, which is a food bank focused in Monmouth and Ocean County, New Jersey. He's a past president of the Long Branch Chamber of Commerce, a past president of New Jersey Young Insurance Professionals. He was recognized as Young Insurance Agent of the Year in 2019, awarded the National Excellence in Social Media Award by PIA National in 2021, also a board member of that organization. He does a way better job than I do of promoting himself and his business. We can all take some lessons from him. Aaron is the man, great person to speak with on this topic. As always, we'll discuss my favorite questions. Who's your favorite movie or TV show character? What's your favorite movie or TV show? What's your favorite musical instrument? And who's the artist you'd like to hear play it? Joining us from down the shore, my friend who until recently I hadn't seen since high school, Aaron, welcome to Always Friday. Great to have you here, bro. Stephen, thanks so much. It's great to be here. I appreciate it. That intro was uh, pretty phenomenal. I couldn't have said it better myself. So I'll uh, I'll get you that hundred dollar bill a little bit later on. Um, I'll, I'll take a quick I'll it, take a quick breath right there. <laughs> can't 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 put it through the screen. Although I can always use you know the Venmo technology to send it your way, or we can go meet for uh, for for a hot dog after this. Would be fantastic. I'd, I'd be very excited to do that. You know, I'm excited for this conversation, Aaron. It hits home on so many levels. You got to tell us a little bit about your journey. How did you get to where you are today? Yeah, man, that's a, that's a, you, you know, that's a great question. The journey, it's all about the journey. Um, you know, being on the show with you today is, is just continuing that journey, but growing up in a family, you know, of, of entrepreneurs, my, my grandfather, my great uncle, who, purchased and founded the windmill back in the back in the 70s my dad has always been a business owner for as long as I've known him for 42 years almost almost 42 years I'm getting old I might do that 40 TOO thing this year <laughs> because my 440 was early heavy COVID we're going on two years of two weeks to flatten the curve hopefully we're finally coming out of it now 
So I might do that 40 TOO for my 42nd birthday and throw myself a party, but we'll see right there with you. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be sure to send you the, send the invite your way so we can <laughs> spill some cocktails. Um, but yeah, so I started, like you said, I, you know, my dad owned a gas station and a, and a used car lot and a car wash. And I would spray cars down with the hose and I would pump gas for, for a dollar an hour, but that was in, in Newark in the eighties. Um, Newark in the eighties was, and it's still not such a great safe place to be. Um, so in the early nineties, my dad was able to, to sell the, the lot and the land and the station. And we moved down to shore in 1993. So my dad could continue to work for the family business, the windmill restaurants. Um, so I became a Monmouth County resident in 93 in ocean township, went to ocean township high school, you know, and in the nineties, I worked at the windmill on weekends, I would clean tables. And then when you graduate from cleaning tables, you get to flip hot dogs, um, you know, and then eventually it was big time. I got to uh, cook and work the fryer and, you know, it was, it was always, it was always fun, but, you know, as a young kid, you know, when you're a young teenager and you get to work in a service related business, you get to meet people, you get to work with people um, and just learning how to be kind, um, be responsible and be respectful of others you know, takes me through everything that I do today, right? Everything that I do comes from a position of being honest and being respectful to the best of my ability. Um, sometimes I need to be an asshole, but I prefer, prefer not to be. We always try to, you know, let's take the route of killing with kindness first before we, you know, try to take another, take another route. Um, you know, so those, those young days were, were pivotal. And then going up into the, into the college days and into the graduate school days, it's, graduate school was because I didn't know what I wanted to do. And, you know, I still don't know what I want to do when I, when I grow up or else I just don't want to grow up. I want to continue to have fun um, and do something that I enjoy doing. But that's what graduate school was. Getting my MBA was, was another section of my life for, for growing up. Um, but after getting out of graduate school from Monmouth, you know, getting into the insurance business was, uh, was a great move. And, you know, we've been doing a great job ever since, and the team continues to grow. It was just me. I didn't know if I could pay the electric bill or the phone bill or the rent any given month um, as I was getting the business started. And, you know, I don't worry about paying those things anymore. I worry about paying for other things, expensive, fun toys. But uh, like that car I've been waiting to get, that new M4, that shiny new toy that's been on order since October, hoping <laughs> to get that come in soon for this, uh, for the nice weather. And, you know, continue on my journey. Excellent. I, we're, I know we're going to get into some of this as the show progresses, but, you know, I always look at, you know, folks that have the experience in the small, medium-sized business world growing up and then transition into a position where they can actually give advice and be a trusted professional to small, medium-sized businesses. I always look at that as some of the best context out there. You feel like it, it prepared you really well to have conversations with other similar types of businesses? It's, it always does. You know, it's part of the community, right? Community is a big word. And I know we're going to get into that shortly. Um, but it means a lot to me because I'm a part of different communities, right? The podcasting community is one that I'm, I'm a part of, which is so much fun on, on many levels. Um, you know, being part of the insurance community, the small business community, uh, you know, the country club, the golf club community, they're all different communities for different things and all have different benefits. And, uh, you know, that's, it's a great word to surround ourselves with. 
Yep, I'm a big fan of the word community as well. We're going to take a quick break, but we will be right back with Aaron Levine, founder and CEO of LG Insurance Agency and host of the Insurance Insurance Podcast. Stay with us. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Welcome back, everybody. It's Friday. It's always Friday. It's me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We're chatting with my friend Aaron Levine, founder and CEO of LG Insurance Agency and host of the And Insurance Podcast. So before we get into the method behind Aaron's madness, I just wanted to sit out by the fire pit for just a moment and give a quick perspective on the situation here. So as we were chatting about briefly in the last segment, you know, the idea of somebody who grew up in the small, medium-sized business world and then is able to give some some good perspective as a trusted advisor to small, medium-sized business is very, very powerful. And Aaron, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but my great-granduncle was Nathan Handworker from the restaurant Nathan's, That's right? Awesome. So. First location in 1916, my grandfather and all of his siblings worked in the business as they were growing up. Company went public in 1968, became a a national chain. My grandfather was one of eight. His father was one of 13. So of those 13, Nathan was one of them. So significantly removed from my part of the family tree. But way back when, they all had some great frontline exposure to the business, just like you have, right? I think of you and your family as well with the windmill. You worked there as, as a kid in high school. I did as well, which is you a know, big part that I remember from childhood, but also as an adult. And these days, you act as an insurance professional, a trusted advisor to businesses just like the windmill. So I also it makes me think of the idea of how much business 
place has changed over the years. Think back to 1916 when the first Nathan's was opened, then becoming a chain in the late 60s, and then you know you guys working with the windmill in the in the 90s, and and even up to current day. You know, I think of what life was like for ancestors who worked for Nathan's a century ago. But you have decades of experience dealing with that world, both as the business and as the trusted advisor. So let's di- dive into the method here. Like this is the scientific part of the show. What do you guys do? How do you do it? And how do you go to market for it? I want to hear the whole perspective. Lay it on us. Yeah. So listen, it's the method keeps changing, right? We want to keep evolving. And if we're not evolving, we're we're dying. If we're not growing the business, the business is not, the business is essentially, essentially going to die with us. Um, so that that's something that's always been with me. Something that's always been important is to continue to learn, right? Education is one of the pillars of everything we do, both inside the organization for our team, for our staff, and outside the perspective of education that we bring to, you know, SMBs, I'm going to start using that, um, (laughs) you know, is, is super important, right? You titled the show something about insurance and insurance, um, you know, and I laugh, I don't sell insurance, right? If I talk to somebody, a business owner, or even an individual, because we obviously get into personal insurance, home auto, umbrella, coverage to protect people from liabilities and from other people as well um, and protect, you know, large assets, jewelry, art, not so much on the crypto stuff, but if you want to go down that rabbit hole, we can, uh, we can talk about that. I just recorded a podcast on it recently that should go live in about two or three weeks. Cool. Um, but education is one of the most important things out there. And I don't want to talk about insurance, right? You can go, someone else will try to sell you insurance. I'm not a, I don't want to be a salesman. And granted, early in my career, I had to be a salesman because I was trying to sell product on price. I don't, I don't sell product on price at this point. And I try to educate my team on selling. We're going to sell coverage. We're going to sell what happens that during the claims experience. When you have a loss, that's when you need us, right? You're purchasing it because most likely someone's requiring you to purchase it. On the personal side, it's maybe your mortgage company is requiring you to purchase insurance, right? If you live in a high-risk flood zone, technically you're supposed to purchase flood insurance um, in order to be eligible for flood-related um, emergency funds. You know, So there's different requirements. Landlords for small businesses, mid-sized businesses require insurance. Um, and the law tells you that you have to have automobile insurance. If it weren't for that, right? people probably wouldn't have insurance and there'd still be fire brigades trying to put things, you know, put fires out with buckets of water as they, as they run down the street. Um, But we talk about the risk. We talk about the coverage. We talk about the protection. We talk about the education. We talk about the gaps, the, and you know, what's missing, right? What do you have today? If I'm working with somebody, whether they're, they're an existing business owner, you know, I want to talk about what their business is how they make money, because I want to learn how everybody makes money um, and how we can help them protect that money, protect their purchases, protect their employees is another important piece and protect their data if they're a data-driven business. And granted, everybody's a data-driven business now because everyone accepts credit cards, has a POS system, right? Even the, the restaurants don't think they're at risk because they're like, oh, you know, PCI compliance, the credit card company, takes care of that. You can talk, you can talk to some on this, right? Sure. You know, but ultimately you are still personally liable if you have a breach in your system. If somebody has some kind of skimmer, something set up where there's a breach to your system, imagine a 17 year old kid today 
working in a restaurant without technology trying to make change holy crap you can't make change for a 20 dollar bill nowadays let alone try to make change for a 50 or something you know without that technology supporting us that we're addicted to we're in we're in big big trouble so if a system goes down the whole system can go down if you don't have a backup process in place so you know cyber is a big piece of it for for everybody nowadays but we like to talk about the risks associated, um, find ways to close those gaps because nobody wants to put a claim in. Um, and then we use insurance products as a way to close those gaps and then ultimately fund the work that we do, right? I'm going to use insurance products that you're going to purchase that I'm going to get a commission on that's going to f- then cover my expenses and my profit and overhead in order to help you do better with your risk management program. You definitely said something important there about, you know, you're not selling insurance. It's like insurance is a product. A lot of times that's the way people look at it. It's also a delivery system to deliver what businesses and individuals need. But, you know, you talked a little bit about you know, working at at the windmill way back in the day. It wasn't so much about selling the food, which, yeah, obviously everyone loves the hot dogs and hamburgers and everything, but it's about the customer experience. It's about, you know, how they feel for for coming to the restaurant or picking up food from the restaurant. So, you know, you, you providing the ideal experience for the clients that you work with, how do you work with them to really get them out of the mindset that I just have insurance in case something catastrophic happens, but it's like you need it and it can be leveraged to ensure you know, certain parts of the business, make sure that you can continue to do business as usual. And by the way, sometimes you can't, right? Because sometimes people still say, I just want it cheap, 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 and they can always go online. Yep. Um, we've also put some automations in place on our website where people can shop online for their, hey, there it is, a little automation goes a long way for some of their smaller business related, the micro businesses. Um, we see advertisements for Next Insurance. We have a contract with Next Insurance. Thimble is a company that we use for the gig economy, for gig workers that need you know daily labor insurance coverage. We also do special events coverage through automation and then some bonds. So there are plenty of opportunities for the person that's required to buy something just to prove that they have insurance to purchase that insurance. We'll help them buy it and use an automation so it doesn't take up a lot of our, our time and resources or else then it's not profitable. If we're only making $20 of commission, you know, I, I got to make a lot of $20 to, to, to make a living and to support, you know, the entire team over here. So we love having the automations available for those smaller insurance buyers. And then it's just about comfort, right? I'm an expert. Some of my staff are experts in what they do, and we're able to speak in a different way to help people feel comfortable to buy from us. So I think comfort is a huge piece of it. And you use the windmill example of, you know, you're trained at the windmill, you're trained at McDonald's to ask if you want fries with that. You want to make it a combo? Well, guess what? You're not saving any money by comboing it, but they just convinced you to buy a $2.50 soda that you don't really want because you already have a bottle of water in your car, but it's just easier to say, I want a number five than it is to order everything separately, right? Speed and convenience, you know, gets people to spend more money, but being friendly and out there and available to people um, is how we find our success through our organization is just being, being present, being able to pick up the phone is, you know, if you ask me for the real recipe to success, pick up the phone. Yep. 
And and a lot of that has to do with keeping the relationship alive. And I, I know that's something that you and I are both very big on, but also that community type of feeling. It's, you know, it's, there's the feeling that comes from seeing the windmill and walking into the windmill types of places, like very community, Monmouth Ocean County, New Jersey type of feeling. But it's it's also now that you're you're in the insurance industry and working working with other businesses like the windmill, it's it's still it's a relationship driven type of type of discussion. It's it, the folks that come about with like the Ned Ryerson style where it's just like, yeah, you know, buy this, buy this, buy this. Like it, it's not very effective. It's just kind of cramming something down somebody's throat. Right. Yeah, it, it doesn't it doesn't work. Um, and you know, everyone's attention right now is our attention spans are shorter than shorter than ever, um, with everything, social media. So we just need to do a good job of grabbing people's attention and being an authority. And then we can educate, right. Inform, educate, and, and entertain people is how we operate on social media. And that's how I kind of want to operate when I'm in a one-on-one meeting, you know, but I'm also going to do what I'm best at. And then my team is going to do what, what they're best at. Um, I got an email from, you know, a thought leader for one of my vendors the other week that he sends out a weekly uh, email. And it was about, Hey, I can do the job of every employee in my company because I've done it before, but I'm also not going to be very good at it anymore. So I'd rather pay somebody who's going to be an expert at that job to do it right. Outsource everything and do what, what you're best at. And that's something that I shared with my entire team is that, Hey, Thank you for being the best at what you do, because it allows me to be the best at what I do. And if we're all being the best at what we do, we can continue to grow the business in, in general and continue to serve our communities and serve more clients and continue to, to keep moving, keep moving forward. I like I like inform, educate, and entertain. It kind of goes along with the mantra of the talk radio NYC radio station of uplift, educate, and empower. That's you know, perfect. very very important. Educate, all continuous learning is in there. You know, I, I looked around out there, just similar to you know accounting and accounting offices, lawyers' offices. There's a lot of little desktop references out there for the insurance world. You know, I saw one. You mentioned real estate risk, risk and insurance and construction. It's like so. How often are, are some of these things changing? Where you know, I know, you know, obviously need to take continuing education. I get all of that. But, you know, in your world of trying to really mitigate risk and, and look at risk management from a from a great perspective, you know, how often these days are, are things changing? You mentioned it with cybersecurity. I get that. But, you know, what, what other types of aspects are continuously changing? We're in an interesting spot right now in the insurance business. Um, reinsurance is through the roof. Claims are worse than they've ever been. Um, so we're in what's called a hard market, right? Some people are going to call it inflation, but you know, there's a lot of things going on out there that we need to, uh, that, that we need to be aware of. And I think we can definitely dive into it. Yep. Sounds like a good uh, entry into the madness part of our show here. We were, are going to take a quick break, but we will be right back with Aaron Levine, founder and CEO at LG Insurance Agency, host of the And Insurance podcast. Stay with us. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? 
Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We're chatting with my friend Aaron Levine, founder and CEO of LG Insurance Agency, host of the And Insurance podcast. We were just talking a little bit about you know relationship driven you know business management, also um, you know risk management, but you know just the idea of community, right? Just being that dedicated resource for the community. Not so much about selling insurance, but just being the, the go to. You know, professional that folks turn to for 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 your craft. So, you know, Aaron, you were just saying that there's there's been definitely some madness as we get into the madness piece of the show here. You know, some people look at it as inflation, but you'd mentioned it's a hard market for insurance right now. Changing landscape, claims are very high. So there's no, I know there's going to be no shortage of madness for you to discuss. The pandemic has definitely brought on some of that for folks that you insure, but just some some madness in our own lives as well. Just being, you know, kind of. At, 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 the, at the whim of the pandemic in the last couple of years, at, as it has been, it gave both you and I the forum to discuss some relevant content on things like radio shows and podcasts. So, you know, definitely want to hear some of the madness that goes on in your life with the clients you have, but also want to hear a little bit about how the show materialized, because that is something that came out of the pandemic, isn't it? Yeah. So, you know, the show started with so my marketing team i use a company called ok7 shout out to andrew andrew talcott hopefully he's listening because i'm paying him to listen um (laughs) you know eventually we'll hopefully we'll be able to grab some clips out of this and share them on our social media you know we use a we use an ai called lately.ai um that's a pretty cool company where they can they can ingest content and then regurgitate it into different clips, you know, with how it might make sense and how it does stuff. So we just started using it. You know, the AI, we've been feeding the AI, you're feeding the AI. It's kind of weird to say that, but we're feeding the AI so that it can then spit out some, some more content for us. But anyway, so it all started, you know, on, on his podcast, he had a podcast, has a podcast. We're reinvigorating that podcast soon, but it's called the totally local podcast. Um, That was the first time, Actually, that was my second experience on a podcast. I was a guest on another show uh, before then, which was cool. That was the mullet cast, Evan Balmer, Mike Garcia. 
they had a cool show called the mullet cast. I remember listening to it. I'm like, Oh, these guys are so cool. You know? So I sent like, I wrote a long email, right? I'm like, Oh, I got this guy's email. I found him on Facebook, started following him. And I wrote this whole, like, you know, I want to, I'm going to call it a sales pitch, even though it wasn't a sales pitch, but it was like, Hey, I think I'd be a good guest. Here's why, here's what I've done. Here's where I think I fit in. You know, I did that whole thing. He's like, good. We're going to schedule you. I'm like, huh, what I'm in, you know, (laughs) you know, so it was like, my first experience being a guest on a podcast was like, from then on, I'm like, this is awesome. We need to do more of this content creation, being a subject matter expert in what we do, and also sharing my story of, and my journey with other business owners, I think is important, because that helps us continue to relate and build our community. But anyway, going back to Andrew, on the Totally Local podcast, March of 2020, we hopped on and started talking pandemic and small business. Um, we had Brett Morgan um, was a guest on that show as well between myself and him, just talking about where things were on Main Street. We were supposed to go live with a shared universe on there. They had a, a spot on the Asbury Park boardwalk at that time, but we're like, are we allowed out of the house? We were like all like nervous at that point. We didn't know what, what we were going to do. I'm like, are we going to get arrested if we go out in public because it was on that was major lockdown time so right. we wound up doing it via via zoom streaming it live and then we wound up doing a weekly show on the totally local podcast you know with me as a guest and i just started i just started booking guests for for andrew um and myself as a guest and we just kept creating more and more content authority we had great views i think at one point you know we were up to a you know a couple hundred views during a single afternoon, which I thought was pretty awesome. Then as the weather got really nice, we watched the viewership die off. And then we started going out, taking totally local on the road. We would go to breweries and bars and, and drink and interview other business owners. You know, so we just kept it going for a while. From there, we kind of decided to, you know, totally local took a break and we wanted to continue to create content on my half, on my behalf. So I wanted to work with local service providers, professionals that can help small to mid-sized business owners like yourself and bring them on a show called, and we decided to call it the And Insurance Podcast. We're going to talk about what you do, and we're going to tie it back into insurance. Hence the dot, 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 and insurance, how we kind of come up, created that. Um, When you search insurance podcast, it gets a little iffy. So (laughs) we have to work on our search terms with it, but you know, it's, it's been a lot of fun. So we shoot at a studio called Rect Productions. Um, we don't do it live. It's not live streamed. It's, it's shot. It's got very light editing, right? We're not cutting clips and marrying things. We're putting a bump in the beginning, a bump at the end, um, and making sure the audio and the video are synced up. And then we're, we're going live. So it's an au natural kind of thing like we're doing here. Yep. Uh, my format is a 20-minute format because I'm never in the car for more than 20 minutes. I don't have anywhere really to drive. That's a long way away. So I just love consuming content in a, in a short bit. Um, you know, and I get that from Seth Godin is one of my favorite podcasters to listen to. His show is typically about 13 minutes. And then he has a second half of the show, which is answering questions on the Akimbo podcast, which is phenomenal, you know, so you can consume that in a very short period of time, which is, which is, you know, one format that we chose to go with to keep myself as a subject matter expert, knowing the right professionals and having the ability to refer the right people should another business owner need a help community. 
That's, right, uh, so it all ties ties back to that. So I think that was a long winded answer to your uh, <laughs> to your podcast question. No, I I love it, and it's it, again ties back to the relationships that you have, the relationships that you cultivate, but also just you know looking at all the the folks that you've booked as guests for yourself for your own show. Now it's almost like it's built your own little community of folks that you've interviewed along Absolutely. the way, as as I have over the last year and a half, and it's it's very very powerful. And then translating some of it to your professional travels, you know, what, what have, what else have you seen out there? It's like, you know, I could, I could visualize what people have asked you for over the years. The agency has been around for 15 years. You know, you had mentioned things like technology enablement, data being safe, cybersecurity, but, you know, give us some, give us some stories from the field as of late. Maybe people are asking you, you know, things that are a little different than before the pandemic, but, you know, give it, give us a couple of, of a taste of some stories of things that you've seen out there just from the insurance perspective. Yeah. So, you know, I, yesterday I was interviewed for PNC 360 magazine on an article that's being being written um and it's about entertainment right mm-hmm. um you know and humor i'm like well if we're not laughing we're just going to be crying because rates are going through the roof and and coverage is going the opposite direction right so we're we're in a challenging market wall street journal new york times have all recently put out articles about auto insurance rates that are going to be going through the roof over the next couple of months um you know people are going to be seeing 10 20% increases and I'm just going to sit here and be like, eh, there's not much we can do about it. However, there's a reason we have nine different auto insurance carriers that are available to us as agents to shop our clients around with and our prospects to make sure we have people fit in the right place. But one, you can't shop your insurance every six months, every year. It's, it's not good. It's not healthy. doesn't work for you. It doesn't work for us. Although the television tells us we need to be shopping or running on a treadmill with an ostrich <laughs> for no apparent reason. I need to do this. You know, I've got to do like a, a video rant on all these stupid insurance commercials because <laughs> they're, they're God awful and they make me sick. Right. At the end yes. of the day, those commercials don't tell you that you have good insurance. That's going to protect you when something happens, right. Only pay for what you need. Okay. I only need insurance the day I have an accident. So I'll call you after the accident and buy it then. No, that's not how it works. Right. Insurance <laughs> is a pool of money right? That people pay into the pool should a situation arise and you hope to never have to use your insurance for it. So what we're seeing right now with inflation in the construction market is causing major turmoil in the replacement cost of buildings, whether they're commercial or it's a residential personal structure, that coverage is not aligned with where it needs to be today. If you bought a policy in 2016 and you have a 2,500 square foot home and you have 500,000 in coverage on it. Well, guess what? Everybody that we talked to to rebuild a 2,500 square foot home today with reasonably decent materials um, and fixtures, you're going to be in the $700,000 range. You have a $200,000 gap that you're not aware of until a claim happens. And then when the claim happens, it's too late. So that's a challenge that we have right now. It's talking to people like that are buying properties and not understanding that the replacement value is what it is and it is for a reason and i get the oh i'm a builder my dad's a builder i can rebuild this for you know for only three hundred thousand, <laughs> and it's it's just not it's unfortunately just just not the case so this is that's the education piece of it um you know dealing with claims is never fun and i tell this to people all the time i've got a fire that i'm working on right now that happened in little silver commercial building had a major issue um, you know, what seemed like a small issue is now $190,000 of an issue, you know, so 
these are challenging times because then this is when people want to start reading the insurance policy. And it's like, listen, it's not too late. Still good to learn. We may need to fix some things for the future, but you know, things should have been fixed, you know, before, before the claim happened. And, you know, we get small businesses that tell us they don't need insurance. We don't need this. We don't need that. And I, and I just say, okay, I'm going to have you sign a disclosure that says you said you don't need it. And if you do need it, I'm going to unfortunately have to send you that disclosure back that you signed that says here, you said you don't need this anymore. And I'm sorry, there's nothing I can do to help you. And I feel like an asshole for doing that. But unfortunately, I need to protect myself too and my business and you know, make sure that we're doing things above board because when something happens, everybody wants to sue the insurance agent. Like, you know, if you look at Hurricane Sandy time, yep. all these insurance agents were getting sued because the attorneys found a loophole because the insurance agents weren't asking about flood insurance for right. certain people that didn't have insurance. And if you didn't ask them every single year, for 10 years leading up to it and the year prior to you were on the hook for it. You know, we definitely get, get shaft, get the short end of it sometimes, but then there's other times where we get business owners that understand and want to learn and want to be a part of the process. And, you know, that's when it gets really fun because then you get yes. to talk about policy detail and language and how things might work and respond, you know, gets, gets to be pretty cool. We, we like, I enjoy that. That's the insurance yeah, that comes out. Yeah. Um, you know, diving into the nitty gritty in a relationship manner to make sure that we have the right stuff in place. Um, Cause there's a lot of crazy exclusions out there that you'll see that you'll never realize you need assault and battery punitive damage exclusions are on some policies that we see sprinkler leakage exclusions. If you have sprinklers in your building, you may have a leakage exclusion that'll say, Oh, your sprinkler malfunctioned. We're not covering Sorry. you. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. And it, it just crazy. further, it's further evidence of why having, you know, we talk about relationships, having the long-term relationship with with someone like you as an insurance professional and as part of the community is so important because the businesses change over time, the landscape changes over time. And I love the example of the house being being worth, you know, it's it's more expense to to replace it nowadays than it used to be. Yet some people think about, oh, I got insurance when I started my business 25 years ago. I'm good. I'm covered. It's like, dude, it's like, I'm not saying you need to shop it every six months, but you need to look at it once in a while and make sure it's current with the times. Absolutely. But I, I love it, man. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with Aaron Levine, founder and CEO of LG Insurance Agency, host of the And Insurance Podcast. Stay with us. Join us every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern for the Mind Behind Leadership, where we focus on what leadership really means to us and to others. We have practical discussions with the CEOs of some of the world's largest companies, owners of small businesses, and experts in psychology and behavior to get that inside track, what to do, what to avoid, and what really happens. Join me, Graham Dobbin, at the new time, 4 p.m. every Tuesday for the Mind Behind Leadership here live on talkradio.nyc. Hey, everybody. It's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector, coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Calling all pet lovers. Pet Avengers, assemble! 
On the Professionals and Animal Lovers show, we believe the bond between animal lovers is incredibly strong. It mirrors that bond between pets and their owners. Through this program, we come together to learn, educate, and advocate. Join us live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. at talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We're chatting with my friend Aaron Levine, founder and CEO of LG Insurance Agency, host of the And Insurance podcast. Aaron, we've talked about a bunch here thus far today, but this is the message part of the set of the show here. We want to give everyone a little bit of weekend insight to make some Monday impact. And you know, there's a lot of different ways we could take this, but you know, one thing that I, I think about kind of right off the bat here is if somebody reminds you in the insurance professional world of Ned. Ryerson, am I right or am I right or am I right or am I right? It, you probably want to talk to someone that's a little bit more consultative, a little bit more relationship and community focused, somebody who really will get to know you and understand your business and be able to navigate through a long-term relationship. That's one really big thing that, that sticks out to me, but give us some, uh, some sound bites for the, the, the ways that folks can really take it home over the weekend and make impact on Monday morning. Yeah, I mean, not not just so much on on the insurance piece of it, just for business in general. You know, I'm a big fan of of outsourcing everything. Let other people do what they're the best at, and you focus on what you're the best at. Um, you know, for me, it's the networking, it's the community part, it's meeting other you know referral partners, and and just being being out and about, but also being having the knowledge and the skill and the education, you know, to understand the ins and outs of these insurance policies. You know, my passion is to help other individuals, business owners, homeowners protect themselves when a claim arises, right? I don't want anybody to put in claims, but when it happens, I want to be able to support them and make sure that everything is going to work appropriately. So, you know, do what, do what you're best at is super important, you know, and then, and then take some time with your insurance. When it comes to the insurance stuff, you know, the exclusions section of the insurance policy is the most important. Those exclusion forms are written pretty well. They'll say assault and battery exclusion, abuse and molestation exclusion. By the way, if you're a bar or restaurant and you have those two exclusions on your policy, you better you better quickly fire that agent of yours and get a new policy because that's yep. huge. You know, if you're a business owner and you have employees, employment practices, liability, right? Having the HR processes in place, having a handbook in place is important although a pain in the butt, um, you know, spending a little bit of time on your business and your business processes, I think is, is really important. And consulting with people like yourself and myself on those processes, sometimes it's better to step backwards in order to move forwards. I have a hard time swallowing that myself. I'm guilty. I wish I could, you know, just say, all right, we're going to quit selling insurance for a week. We're going to shut the phones off. And we're going to revisit our processes. If I could do that, 
I would probably go 10x a lot faster than I'm doing it now, but it's a scary thing. And, you know, maybe we'll talk about that on the side about, you know, some of my business processes, but really taking the time to understand your business, your business risks, right? From a risk management perspective, we have a sheet that's a functional risk management checklist, so to speak. Mm -hmm. I think it's super important for any business to just sit back and, and understand, you know, the cyber stuff, super important, right? We can't even sell a cyber insurance policy today unless we know you have endpoint security from a managed service provider and have multi-factor authentication set up on your emails and your logins without it you can't even get coverage nowadays that's how crazy it is you know with out out there with with the hacks and the ransomware so just taking that a little extra time and working with professionals on processes and risk management i think gets you so much further and there's a lot of cost savings that goes along with it too right we can reduce and minimize some redundancies we can consolidate some things we can do better things with cash flow when we combine workers compensation and payroll right we have great carriers that work with heartland payment systems you know to bring that together which betters your cash flow and also saves you money on a lot of these business processes because then we automate it on the back end and then life is better, right? So some automation helps you save some money sometimes. That's definitely something that came up throughout the course today. And technology enablement is a great thing. But you know, there's another way of looking at it too, where nowadays there's online insurance brokerages where people type in a couple of, you know, key points of information and then they get a quote and can bind coverage straight on these online platforms. And there's so much to me, and I, I, I would hope you would agree, like while you can do an online and automated quote for somebody, there's still like the goal is to have them engage with you and build a relationship, you know, if, without really getting to know the business as an insurance professional, it, you know, you're just basically answering somebody's product needs, some product thought that they they thought that they needed, and they just bind coverage by themselves online. It's they they really miss out. It's almost like the business owner does themselves a disservice by not speaking to somebody like you. Yeah, no, for sure. But you know what? There's there's a there's a purpose for it. You know, I think COVID was the the rebirth, the birth of the micro business, right? The gig gig worker, the hobbyist that turned their hobby into you know a, a small business is not just you know the the housewife making jewelry and selling it at the the farmers market down the street it's not it's not that anymore it's expanded significantly so there is a need for the $500 a year insurance policy for the micro business or the smaller business that doesn't have a lot of foot traffic exposure and we want to be able to offer that and then also be able to help people grow their businesses i have a great client uh, been with me for 10 years they started out making loose leaf tea as a home-based business and selling it on, on the internet. And now they have an alcohol brand that's sold nationally called Boozy Tea, right? So it went Ooh. from you know, selling $20,000 a year worth of loose leaf tea from their homes to millions of dollars a year for an alcohol-based tea beverage, right? So those are cool stories. We like to watch people succeed and and get to that level and it starts as a micro business that then expands so there's a purpose and we love talking to the small businesses to give them that additional advice and some education about their insurance but then we're going to sell them that prepackaged policy that makes sense we're not going too custom until you know we get into the fifty thousand dollar of expense range when people start thinking about their cost of insurance over fifty thousand dollars a year you know becomes more more prevalent you know, and that those are the clients that I will work with 
and and continue to help grow and develop programs and make sure that we have everything in order for Great stuff, Aaron. I love your approach. Love what you've built. And I love that you're doing a podcast and getting educational content and some entertainment out there as well for everybody. Insurance can always be a dry topic as much as you could do to make it fun and entertaining. I am right there with you, baby. Look forward to hearing more content produced from you and the team. Thank you. I really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing some pearls of wisdom with us here on Friday. But before I let you go, I do want to share the answers you gave me to the fun questions that I always ask. First uh, who, answers or the second answers? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give them all to everybody. All right, so, who's your favorite movie or TV show character? What's your favorite movie or TV show? What's your favorite musical instrument? Who's the artist you'd like to hear play it? So, without further ado, Aaron's got some little ones at home as as I do. Uh, his favorite TV show character is Rubble from Paw Patrol. <laughs> So talk to me. Why Rubble over the other folks on Paw Patrol? I got to know. You know, Rubble's, Rubble's my guy. You know, my, my daughters prefer, you know, Sky and, uh, and Everest, the, the, the lady pups. But, you know, Rubble's, Rubble's just my dumb bulldozer doggy. You know, <laughs> but when you have little ones at home, you spend a lot of time watching cartoons. So I figured it was, uh, I think I answered your, your email about nine o'clock at night. So I was just tired and, and ready for bed. And, and as much as I, uh, I try to get them engaged with the Muppet show and Fraggle rock from back in the keep gravitating to all the new, new stuff. But as far as movies go, you mentioned that you love Jean-Claude Van Damme and Sly from the eighties. So movie, you said blood sport, blood sport was always a favorite of mine and my brother as well. It follows Frank Dukes, an American martial artist serving in the military who decides to leave the army to compete in a martial arts tournament in Hong Kong where fights to the death can occur. Badass movie and obviously some interesting 80s apparel that he was wearing during the movie. But uh, also you said... I will not be replicating that that, that dress code. (laughs) I was going to ask. I'm sorry. But uh, you also said Rambo, movies that you could see at any moment that you could could sit down and watch again. I got a whole list of those myself. But Rambo, veteran Green Beret, forced by Cruel Sheriff in in the first Blood movie in the very beginning. And his deputy... And I mean, you that know, is your face on that. You look like Rambo. I think I'm changing my profile picture. <laughs> <laughs> but it's I, what I what you know. I think about Rambo. I think about somebody who wages like one man wars against people, right? And it's you know, you're at least somebody. A lot of times, insurance, financial professionals always look at it as them versus the world. You're a little bit opposite that. You like the community and you like the team approach, and that's that makes your makes you very very effective at what you do. So I love it. As far as your favorite musical instrument and the artist who plays it, you said the drums and Lars Ulrich. So uh, best, known, best known as the drummer and co-founder of Metallica. And you said he's a childhood hero of yours. Yeah, the drums were my instrument growing up. I mean, I was big into, uh, into playing the drums. I did it for 10 years, you know, and Metallica was my favorite band growing up. You know, Guns and Metallica. Went to Guns and Roses in 20 last year when they were at uh, MetLife stadium, it was, it was awesome to relive it. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, you know, considering what you do these days for a living, you help keep the rhythm of the business going. A lot of good analogy there as well for the drum. So Aaron, thank you once again, Aaron Levine, the and insurance podcast, uh, LG insurance agency based out of long branch, New Jersey, uh, luxury group, INS on what is it on Instagram and Twitter too. Yep. 
Awesome. So look them up out there, bound to find some awesome content with the podcast, available on the podcast outlets as well. Coming up next week, we're going to be chatting with my friend Susie Miller. She helps both employees and employers. She helps employees write the resume that's going to get them the role that they want, but also works with SMB employers with assessments to determine the right fit of employee for their organization. So we're going to hear from Susie next week. Until then, thank you so much for joining us on Always Friday. We hope you gain some weekend insight, insight to make a Monday impact. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Happy Valentine's Day. We will see you next week at 11 a.m. Eastern time right here on Friday on talkradio.myc. Bye-bye, everybody. ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Have you ever thought of reinventing yourself? Are you looking to create a new life's journey? Hi, I'm Kevin Barbaro, host of Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, live, 8 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live to hear me and my guests from a variety of different backgrounds. As a former college coach and a current full-time actor and owner of multiple companies, my show is as eclectic as my life. That's Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. informed about menopause and how it impacts on your life? Hi, I'm Pat Duckworth, women's health strategist and host of the Hot Women Rock radio show, empowering women leaders at menopause. Join me every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern time, 3 p.m. UK time on talkradio.nyc for interviews with inspirational women who will share their top tips to rock your world. Post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.